Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jim Noga, CIO at Partners Healthcare. In this segment, Noga talks about the important lessons about change management that he learned as a site CIO, why he sees the benefits of using cloud providers for services but doesn't consider cloud to be a strategy, and how the role of IT has evolved from being an enabler of the enterprise strategy to a component of it. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. So you, you've been in, in your current role for about six years now. And, Correct. And you were, you were CIO at uh, Mass General. And can, can yeah. you talk a little bit about what it was like to, to make that move? Um, obviously, it's... Uh, very different roles, but how, how did you kind of um, approach that? Yeah, so I've been CIO at Mass General for 17 years and, okay. and part of uh, the, the partner's IS senior leadership team. So I, I think the, the, the transition was probably bringing a, a slightly different perspective and uh, having empathy for what may be simple from a, a decision perspective at partners isn't necessarily mm-hmm. so simple to execute at the sites. I mean, even in my role today, when I think of our rollout of Office 365 and Exchange Online, it sounds simple, but I know how difficult that can be at yeah. a site just in terms of change management, attention to detail, making certain that uh, you don't uh, have an interruption in services that as you move people to, to new applications, you know, as you go from, let's say, Windows 7 to Windows 10, the amount of regression testing and the number of applications. Because even with Epic in place, we still have hundreds of other niche applications of things that Epic doesn't do that, you know, are still in place. And, you know, that, that's a... Uh, a pretty heavy lift at the site, and and I think um, I probably brought that to the position in terms of you really need to plan in terms of education and change management as you undertake any of these initiatives because it, it can be uh, fairly disruptive to the user base, and yeah. you know also a sensitivity is how much change can the community absorb at once. So with Epic, that was a fairly massive change that um, we really held back on other things or they moved probably much more slowly than we would have outside of the Epic implementation timeframe. So so we're doing some catch-up, uh, you know, on things like Office 365 and Exchange Online. Last month, you know, we finally upgraded our PeopleSoft to... Uh, to version 9.2. I mentioned really getting back into thinking about innovation. Now, during that time frame, I will say that, you know, we made a, a lot of progress in terms of opportunities in the cloud, whether that's software as a service, whether that's moving some of our storage into the cloud, uh, some of our compute into the cloud. And, you know, we, we've come to the conclusion that Cloud is not a strategy. It, it's really a, an opportunity uh, mm. for anything that you do. And sometimes the cloud makes sense, and sometimes 
honestly, it, it doesn't make sense. And I, and I think there's been a real shift with a, a lot of the uh, hardware and software providers in terms of really moving towards a subscription model, not just in the mm-hmm. cloud, but on-prem. And the same thing yeah. in terms of a, a usage model of, you know, only paying for, for what you use. So with that shift, you know, it uh, it makes the on-prem versus off-prem discussion uh, more meaningful. Now, now, obviously, anytime that you can have an application or an infrastructure managed by an outside provider at equal or lower cost, uh, that potentially mm-hmm. frees up valuable resources that can start to focus on the innovation. And a lot of our efforts have been uh, driving our costs down. So this year, I think, was the first year in the 20 years of partners that the IS budget dropped year to year. So our FY18 budget is 4% less than it was in FY17, yet we're delivering the same services at at a larger scale. So we feel that's important because... If we want to focus on innovation, we can't necessarily grow the budget exponentially. What we need to do is bring down the cost of run and build so that we can focus on innovation and exploitation. Right. Right. And that, that's a really, you know, interesting uh, statement on how the industry has progressed and then, you know, that, that CIO role too and, and how uh, – how different it has become and, you know, really that such a huge focus on, on making sure certain investments are bringing value and, and, you know, keeping that focus on innovation. And I'm sure that from your perspective, it's been interesting to see that, that evolution in the role. Yeah, it is a focus because, um, you know, everybody within an organization competes for capital. So you really need to be able to express the return on value of capital investments to, to understand mm-hmm where you want to make those investments. I think the other shift, too, is probably five to six years ago, people talked about IT being an enabler of an enterprise strategy. Now I think mm-hmm. IT actually is a component of the strategy, especially when you talk about digital health, you know, in terms of competitors and being you know, best in class in a region. I, I think a lot of that is going to be who does digital health better in terms of that, that patient experience, that clinician experience, the, uh, the convenience factor for uh, millennials in terms of, you know, where do they seek care? And then, yeah. uh, again, I think um, looking for innovations both from a clinical perspective as well as from a uh, convenience perspective, whether that be virtual visits, whether that be e-visits, whether that be how do I effectively stand up urgent care centers, all that's going to play into sort of an overall strategy of delivering care to a population that that you're responsible for in terms of at-risk contracts, how best to to manage a population. And, you know, I think the really good news is that everything we talk about in terms of digital health and population health management, not only lowers cost, it's actually providing better and more convenient care to the patient. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately what we want to do. Yeah. Even things like wayfinding, that, that can really, uh, I think, go a long way towards improving the patient experience. And it's not a, a huge outlay to, to try to make that happen. 
Yeah, and it's interesting because we we actually uh, had a discussion at our uh, our IS board committee meeting on wayfinding and how you uh, measure the value. And uh, one of the board members said there's actually literature out there in terms of not specific to wayfinding, but when people have specific directives and wayfinding can be one of those, how it substantially reduces their stress. So mm. you think of a patient coming into into Boston from outside the city, gnarled in traffic, not sure where they're going to park, um, yeah. the kind of stress they're experiencing. You know, the vision we have potentially for wayfinding is patient drives in, we know where they are, we've reserved a parking space for them, and we tell them where to park. They park the car. They, they obviously uh, have their wayfinding to get to the clinic. Could be the clinic is running behind, so we notify them that they're running behind. We send them an e-coupon so that they can go get a cup of coffee and a snack in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. rather than necessarily sitting in the waiting room. There's just so, so many opportunities and something that seems fairly simple. But if you think of, and we've all been through it, of the stress of going to a, a clinical appointment, uh, especially uh, when it is in an urban area, you know, what can you do to reduce that? Or because we are a system giving people options. So, you know, I'll even speak for my, myself um, I live on the North Shore in Massachusetts, so I'd much rather go to North Shore Medical Center and uh, have an x-ray because it's closer to my home. Well, with Epic and that, we're able to do that because we have one record now that patients can uh, really go to you know what's convenient for them for, let's say, diagnostic testing. Yes, they may need to visit their PCP, whether they're on the North Shore or at Mass General or the Brigham or one of our other community hospitals. But you, you would hope that uh, you could provide what's most convenient for the patient when it comes to diagnostic testing or, you know, other aspects or, let's say, um, physical therapy. Because people like to have physical therapy near their home if possible, you know. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. If, you're, if you're 30 miles from the hospital, you don't want to have to do a 60-mile round trip two times a week for PT. So... All those convenience factors, I think, uh, do lead to better patient care, probably reduce the stress, not just on the patient, but, you know, it's often the family that's involved, too. Yeah, really interesting. So as you had touched on right at the beginning, it's just the, the big focus now for, for all the partners, it seems like, is, is uh, kind of taking, taking those next steps now and, you know, leveraging uh, all, all the data, everything, that the technologies to deliver that, that patient experience. So this is very cool. Yeah, that, that really is our focus. We have the building blocks in place. Now we need to leverage those assets to uh, really take the next steps in terms of our, our journey. Right. Okay. I just want to say I really appreciate it. This has been really interesting, and uh, it's great hearing about what, what Partners is doing. It's really cool. So thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Great. Well, you have a good day. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.